Hello, hello, how are you? This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana returning with another episode for the podcast, Your Best Self. And this is really about living from all of us, living from our whole self, living from that within us which is alive, is happy, it's sharing, it's clear. And it's available to life in the fullest possible way. The topic for our podcast for today is a true conversation. And wow, that's, it's such an important, important topic. Because it is said a true conversation can really heal everything. Everything, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. A true conversation, true connection between us and another. So I'm going to start this really important topic with a wonderful quote by Martin Buber, who is, was, he's actually, he's, is to me, he's still so alive to me, but he was a great theologian and a great teacher and and, and a person who devoted his life ultimately to understanding what true connection between human beings was really all about, how to get there. And his quote that I'd like to start with is, he said, for a true conversation, not a sound is needed, not even a word. Wow, what a statement. Not a sound is needed, not even a word. So interesting, isn't it? Here we think we talk, 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 talk in order to communicate, in order to get our point across, in order to share who we are and to know the other. But what Buber is implying here is that words can, they can, they can certainly be a part of communication, but they can also be the opposite. They can hide us from oneself and each other. They can become static. They can become a shield. They can even become a source of confusion and possibly deception. So he is saying for a true conversation, a true connection, ultimately, ultimately not a sound is needed not even a word. He also said that conversation is constantly streaming towards us, but we don't hear it. We don't know how to respond. How beautiful is that? Conversation or communication is constantly streaming towards us. We're constantly being addressed and spoken to by all of life, by the whole world, by the tree, by the birds, by our loved ones, by our friends, by those we have trouble with, constantly being addressed. Life is constantly speaking to us, addressing us. I love that phrase, addressing us. It's not just words spoken. We are being addressed personally, intimately, we're being asked for something. We're being called upon. We are being asked for a response, not a reaction, but a 
response. Very, very beautiful point and very important when we talk about a conversation because it's never one way. Unfortunately for many of us, a conversation becomes a one-way one-way activity. We speak, 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 and then when we listen, are we really listening? Do we even have an idea of what it means to listen? Usually we're rehearsing our response in our mind or we're judging and evaluating what the person is saying <coughs> or we're thinking of ways to defend ourselves. We're feeling not addressed, but accused. Unfortunately, that goes on so often, and it's so sad. So there are three kinds of conversations that we have all the time. It's important to become aware of this. It's important to become aware of why we feel alone and separated and why there are so many misunderstandings. And this is really at the very heart of it, learning what it really means and how to have a true conversation where we touch one another, where we really hear the other and are heard by the other. Wow. By the way, when that happens, the other is no longer another. There's this oneness that appears. So before we get to that place, let's go back for a moment and talk about there are three kinds of conversations that we're always, always having and that we need to have. There's a conversation, number one, with ourselves. Most of us have that all the time. Our mind is going round and round, talking about this, thinking that over. That's not exactly the conversation I mean. When I say a true conversation with ourselves, it's about making space for us to also listen to ourselves, to listen deeply and know what it is deeply we're feeling, needing, and wanting. That's so important. Not talking at ourselves, which we tend to do un endlessly, right? We talk at ourselves complaining, directing, chastising. That's not a conversation which implies back and forth two ways. So we need to learn how to listen to ourselves and listen respectfully because, of course, of course, of course, in a true conversation, the bottom line, the ground line is always respect for the other because if you don't respect the other you're not going to really be able or want to listen to them judging a person is not listening to them that's something else so that's step number one to learn to have a true conversation with ourselves of course the other kind of conversation which is profoundly needed is with others connection social, the social world, the world between, and how we connect ourselves to it, how we relate with it. Buber said not even a word is needed. Some people converse with the world through painting, through singing, through the work that they do, through poetry, through building a beautiful home. There are many ways of interacting and connecting. But we're talking here, in this case, the conversation we have daily with others 
And then the third conversation that is extremely necessary is a conversation, you could call it with the divine, you could call it with your higher self, you could call it with the source of all, you could call it with God. Many, many words here point to the same kind of conversation with that which is beyond us, which that which is greater than our own immediate lives. Connect, when we say conversation, we mean also connection with spirit world. I mean, these for some people, these words are offensive. I don't, no need to be offended, but you can use any word that works for you in pointing to that which is greater than what our normal daily interaction is aware of or larger than ourselves, the meaning of our life, the, the ultimate purpose for our time here on earth. So when I say conversation is constantly streaming towards us, it's streaming towards us from that which is higher than us. It's streaming toward us from others. And it is streaming toward us from within. How beautiful. All three different kinds of conversations. And actually, of course, ultimately, they all become integrated into one. But it's important to separate them, to see them. To, because we can substitute one kind of conversation for another. Actually, we can't really converse with others until we're comfortable knowing who we are within and, and, and knowing what it is we really need to say and what wants to be told. And, of course, conversing a lot with others can substitute for conversing with ourselves or for conversing with, the, with that which is larger than ourselves. So all three parts of our lives here are so important, and they're all part of our best self, which is another way of saying our whole self, all of our self. Now, when we are able to engage or to experience a true conversation, a true connection, a true knowing of ourselves, the other, or that which is larger, as I said in the beginning of the podcast, that is so healing, that centers us, that gives our life great meaning. It gives our lives a sense of great purpose and fulfillment. Buber also said that meaning happens between man and man, or woman and man, or you know, it, not the gender is not the point here. Meaning happens. It happens during a true conversation, a true connection. It's not as if the meaning is already there, but it's as if in our connecting and conversing, meaning appears. It happens. And that also reminds me of a wonderful quote by another great teacher, Osho, who said, you never ask the meaning of life when you're in love. I love that phrase. You never ask the meaning of life when you're in love. That's the meaning of life. You're so happy. You're so connected. The communication when we're in love is streaming. There are no barriers. That's one of the reasons we're so thrilled and happy. It's because there's trust. There's oneness. We can hear the other. We can say what needs to be said. 
So let's explore how to do this a little more fully. I'd love in the podcast to give a few perhaps exercises or pointers, but I want to differentiate. I'm going to do more podcasts on this point because there's so much to say in it. But I just wanted to say there's the world of monologue, right? Where we're going around and around in our minds. We're not hearing others or ourselves. It's just conditioned monkey mind, we call it, going around and around. And we're just waiting to react automatically to what someone says or to what we're doing or what we're feeling. It's all about reactions. And when we're in the world of monologue, we're projecting our feelings onto others, our thoughts and our beliefs. We don't even know who the person is really who's standing before us. We have no idea. Actually, these are toxic conversations or interactions that go around and around. You know, you hear so many people saying, oh my goodness, I keep trying to work out the relationship, but I can't because it's the same old thing keeps coming up, the same old conversation, the same old issue. And yes, indeed, that does happen. And it's because we haven't yet broken through the world of monologue into a true conversation. There hasn't been space for listening or yet the ability to hear another. So how is change possible then? It's not. We're reacting to the other as an object, not as a person. Now that's a very, very important point. And in really looking at what a true conversation entails, the other often in our conversations is an object, someone we want to move them, we want to manipulate them, we want to get them to buy something, we want to get them to to approve of us, to love us. We have an agenda of some kind with that person. And when we have that agenda with that person, they are an object that we are looking for a reaction from them. We're looking for something. We want something from them. And from the conversation, we have usually a preconceived idea in our mind what it has to be. So let's, to begin this really wonderful exploration of conversations, just let's look at that. And let's stop turning people into objects, including ourselves. When you're connecting or conversing or spending time with someone, allow yourself to become quiet and really just present there with them. Listen to them. Don't pay attention to what's going on in your mind your reactions, your responses, pay full attention to them. Listen quietly. They'll immediately sense it if you're available to really hear. It's a wonderful, wonderful feeling to be really listened to. It's an uh, unusual and rare feeling. And being really listened to is truly experienced as being loved. It's beautiful. We don't we think we have to do so much to make a person feel loved or to think that we love them. Actually, we don't. We have to do less, less, less. We simply have to be there fully and completely. 
Let them say what they have to say. Don't jump in with your addition. Oh, that happened to me too. It's not about you. Make the conversation completely about them. Step in their shoes. You cannot know a man or a woman until you've walked a hundred miles in their shoes. So this is a very big part of having a true conversation is stepping into their shoes. Really accompany them. When you listen to them, experience it just as they're experiencing it as well. No comments, no guidance, no, no judgments, just listening, just joining them in their experience. As I said, that is deeply experienced as being loved and cared for. When you're heard so deeply, the conversation begins to change. An opening takes place. The need to hide begins to vanish. So let me give you a little exercise to start this as we're coming to the end, unfortunately, for today, for this part of our, of our conversation. We're having a conversation, of course, and, and this is just the very beginning of it. And, uh, and, and it's so for today, what I want you to try to do this week is to begin to listen to yourself as well. Don't, don't become an object to yourself all the time that you have to push around and make, produce, and judge. Just be there for yourself. Take some time with yourself and listen deeply within. Don't hide. Let yourself know that they can trust you. You can trust you. Because trust, of course, is the bottom line for all conversations. Well, when you're really willing to listen to yourself, to, to listen, to know yourself, not to judge and hate yourself, then you'll be able to do that more and more with another. And you can also practice from another Here's a little quick exercise what you could do when you're thinking or working on having an interaction with someone else. You could just prepare and say, well, what do I want from you today? What I want from you today is, and let whatever it is pop out. Write it down maybe. What do you really want from that person? Let yourself know at least. What do you want from yourself today? Also, you, that's another one. What do I want from myself? And let your answer it. Ask the question a few times and answer it again. Open the doors. What we're doing now is opening the doors to really connecting with ourselves, with others, and that which gives life to our entire life. I thank you very much for listening. We, as I said, I'm always available to have conversations. You can contact me at topspeaker at yahoo.com with emails. I've been getting a lot of wonderful emails and I'm enjoying them so much. 
Um, our website here is bestselfbooks.com. And by the way, there is a longer audio book called True Conversation, which goes into this um, more in detail. You can find that book on bestselfbooks.com. You'll be, you'll be guided to where you can get it. And so I'm very happy to have you listening. I thank you for listening in. I just had a new book published called Zen Play, Instructions on Becoming Fully Alive. And if you might be interested, it's available on Amazon.com. So thank you again for listening today. And I'll be back next week with part two of A True Conversation. They say all real living is meeting, meeting ourselves and meeting one another in an open and real way. Thank you.